The following shear has been presented by Rav Yosef Greenwald, Dayan at the Beis Havad of Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For halachic wills and estates, or other in Yana Yerusha, please call the center at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. We're talking so much about uh, the halachas of the cutting of the hair, the saving of the hair, it, it, it almost begs for some type of explanation. Well, let's try this year, Bezachem, to try to open up on a deeper level what's going on. Um, Rabbi Shamshim Falhirsh talks about the different places in the Torah that we find symbolically the idea of the hair growing with shaving the hair. The three places where we find that the all bodily hair had to be shaved off, facial hair at least, bodily hair, that there was a giluach um, on the on a person was by Torah, discussed in the previous year, the Mitzorah, Nazir, and a Pashas Baloischim and the Levim were taken, were dedicated, were Hugdash for Avodas Hamigdash, they were also shaved. Interestingly enough, the Kahanim were not, the Levim were yes. The Kahanim went into their Avodah without a process of Giluach, the Levim did not. Maybe we'll get to some type of explanation about that. So Rabbi Hirsch explains that the here that covers a person, so to speak, what it does is, um, it, it represents a person's ability to be selfish, to live in oneself. A person lives in his own body, that's true, but the basic distinction of a human being as opposed to an animal is that he doesn't live for himself. He lives for others, he lives in connection. His life is centered, a, a, a human is born in a state almost of total helplessness. An animal is born, two weeks later most animals are pretty much on their feet, a month, two months, whatever it is. A human being is born that for, for years a child cannot exist without his parent, and that's because the muhus, the tzura of Etzalem is to be in relationship with others. First as a makabal, and then we train our children to start developing a taste for being a nice and not just a makabal, and we try to develop ourselves as we grow older, g'deli Israel, our kulam, and we try to turn ourselves from selfish from selfishness to selflessness. The hair that's on a person's body, which sort of closes him in and closes him up, represents that selfishness. Uh, Mitzayur, for instance, is in a state of only seeing himself. The Averis of uh, Mitzayur are, are Averis of a social nature. Gaiva, the the Averis of a, a warped perception of self versus others. Self biyachas to others, self in relation to others. That's the condition that causes Mitzayra. In that sense, he lets his hair grow because he's ligging, so to speak, in that state of being locked up in his own world, which is why he has to go be chutz l'machna, and he has to save it, because that's, that's who he is, that's what he, that's what he represents. Tumas Mitzayra represents that state of being. Later on, when he's done tshuva and the tzaraz disappears, then he can go back to the machin. The first thing for him to open up and to become part and parcel again of society is for him to understand that he has to open up to others. He has to be connected socially. He has to feel for others. He has to live for others. That process is represented by the giluach. What's interesting is there's a, a giluach before the giluach of Pashat Mitzayra, and that's in Parshish Tazriah, uh, the nega, the nega of Nesek, which is on a person's head. And it's clear that every Yitzhara, Tepas, is a symbolic, 
representation of a different form of different uh, the, the same type of averus in different form. We don't we're not in possession of the chokhmah of what each. If it was a red, if it was green, if it was a nesek, if it was a uh, baheres, if it was a adamdom or levonim v'chule, well, every different type of nazir. But the one, one, uh, every type of tzor, one type of tzoras, nega tzoras, was a nesek aroishoy. Over there, in order to see whether it grew, the pasuk says he has to shave around it, he has to mark it with a magic marker. He marks around it, and he sees if the nega grows. And over there, the word v'hiskalach, which lechayim is only. Um, and I'm sorry, it's only a means to, in order to be able to see if the Nesset grows over there it's written with a big gimel the giluach, the big gimel don't know what it represents Swarm have a different remosim but it's clear that the giluach represents something profound, but that's what Rabbi Hirsch says, and he says that by the Levim when they were consecrated to Avodah Sakoidish, what happened was they were on, made to understand symbolically that they were being given over they are now not private citizens anymore they have to go into Avedis HaKadosh with the total his battles of self there's no selfishness Shevet Levi doesn't have spoils in war they don't have Anachlan Eretz as well they are public they're, they eat from the public pot they're given they're supported by the public and they understand their whole existence as Avdi Hashem as Mishosim Bebeis Hashem is cool as selflessness same thing is true by a Nozer. A Nozer stepped out of society. He did it because he needed it. He stepped out of society. Stepping out of society is of a certain selfishness. Could be that selfishness sometimes is necessary. A person sometimes has to concentrate on his uh, spiritual growth in order a person has to take care of his own spiritual needs in order to be available for others. That could be, but while he steps out, He's not there. He's not part of the world around him. He's not a Tamil Mason. He can't connect with others in times of loss. He can't drink wine. He can't be mishtatev with others in their simchas. He is removed, so to speak, from society. In that sense, when he's coming back, that idea is symbolized in the shaving of the hair. That's what Rabbi Hirsch says. That's one level. On a deeper level, the Arizal, Chesidosh Yisvam, full of uh, this idea, explains in many places that Sa'aroi's here represents a very profound Kabbalistic concept. And we'll try to speak about that in a limited way as per our level of perception. We understand that um, different parts of a person's body symbolically represent, or not represent, they, they are a mirror of the Mides of HaKadosh Baruch. We know, let's say, the, the Sheva... Uh, the Sheva Midois that we're familiar with, we say by Sviyas Oimer, the Sukkah by the Ushpizim, Chesed, Gur, Teferes, Netzach, Hoyt, Yisoyed, Malchus, are representing different parts of the body, two arms, two legs, and so on, middle of the body. All that, the different parts of a person's body, which are his vehicle, the Tzino, for him to bring Kedusha into this world, are represent different Anhogas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yad Yimid Mekarevis, Yad Smaldeicha, so on and so forth. Above the seven uh, midos that we know about are three more midos, a total of ten. It's called Eser Svirois. On top of Chesed in the spiritual ladder, the spiritual pyramid is what's called Chesed. I'm sorry, it's what's called Chokma and Bino. And higher than that is what's called Keser Das. Three levels of not so much how the, how uh, the midos of Hakadosh Baruch represent themselves in the physical aspects of man, but more in the intellectual aspects of man. There's a Chokhmah, there's a Meven Dov, which is called Bina, and then there's the source, 
connecting it with the source above, which is called Das. That's represented by a person's head, the goin, and the, the Rizal explained that we're talking about the ears and the eyes and the nose. Higher than that, if we think about it, the ears on a person's head. What, what does that represent? Is it part of a person or not part of a person? Think about it. Th- think about what that means, that we could cut off a part of ourselves and feel no pain. It's part of us, but we're not attached to it. If we pull a hair when it's in our head, then it hurts. There's nothing that hurts more than having your hair pulled. But if we cut off the hair, as long as we don't pull out the part that's attached to us, it doesn't bother us at all. Is hair is definitely alive, it grows, has cells. Nails are the same idea. Nails represent uh, nails represent also some type of thing. Are they part of a person's body? They're not part of a person's body. Nails also we see have symbolic value. We know that uh, one should be careful. Chazal said not to drop fingernails, toenails on the floor. Somebody steps on it, they could be hezik. Represents some type of spiritual imperfection. Um, Sa'arois, the Svarim tell us, represent on the one hand something that's higher than a person, something that's limiting a person. Which means that a person is composed, like we said, of a mental, there's a mental being of a person, that's his mental space, his intellectual capacity, which is called Chochma Bino and Das, Chochma Bino and Kese. Then there's the physical lower part of himself, the, the seven Midois of Chesed, Gvur, and so on. On a higher level, a person is connected to worlds above. We live in the world over here. Our Shlemus is using our Chokhmo and Bino and Das and Chesed and Gvur and so on, using the totality of what we're given to connect, to bring down Koichis, to bring down Ruchnistic energy from the world above. The world above is a world that has no Shaykhstas. We don't feel it here. But we know we're connected. What represents in us that ability to connect to something higher? The here. The here that's on that's that's on a person's body is saris are and it even looks that way are similar to wires that conduct electricity. The wires that are on a person's body are the here. They represent a connection to something above. That's on the one hand. In that sense, the here that's on a person's body represents something that's higher than the majority of a person. On the other hand, if we're talking biyachas in reference to the world above, the world above that energy has to be channeled. Think about a huge electric dynamo, a huge electric generator, and now the energy has to be given in a way, in a, in a, in a, in a form, that can be used to, 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 to keep an uh, electronic toy going. There's thousands and thousands of watts that are g- blowing, that are booming through this machine, and it has, to be tri- it has to be trickled into a very small amount of watts in order to get a machine going. What we need is a filter that can limit the capacity, so to speak, of that of that uh, turbo, of that uh, of that generator. In that sense, the 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 energy source, the wires are not bringing energy; they're limiting energy because they limit the perception or the amount or the force or the um, influx of energy to something that's manageable on a lower madrega. In that sense, the world that's above us, the if we would connect to that, we would blow a fuse. We would. We don't have the kalim in our limited physical sense, in our limited physical existence, experience to hold on to that type of spiritual energy. What we need is some type of filter that could limit, that could be mitzamtzim, that energy from above. In that sense, the sa'aris are mitzamtzim. Represent midas adin. It represents limit. It represents 
um, cutting something down to size. The Mikubalim explained that the reason why a, the Yiddish Hatsura is to keep one's hair short and one's beard long, for reasons either we do understand, we don't understand the facial hair on a person's body, represents the Kech The hair, and that's why they're the, the facial hairs that can't be taken off with a, with a razor, have to do with the places where Chochma, where the Kaychas, the senses, emanate from a person, because they represent intellectual capacity. The cheekbones, the bones around the person's mouth. By the way, keeping on a mustache is not a, is not such a Yiddish uh, form of expression, because it's not really in the places, the Reb Chochma. In that sense, the Swarm say that long here is a Mitzavtzim. The Nazir keeps long hair on for the very simple reason that he's taka living in a higher world. He's related to the higher world. He is an energy source. He's living in a world where there is no limit. Let's put it in this perspective. A Nazir cannot be metamal maze because Misa is about limit. It's about symptoms. It's about medisadin. It's about death, death, decay. The Nazir lives in a world that's above that. He stepped out of Elam Azen. He took a temporary... Uh, sabbatical, and he goes literally a sabbatical, and he goes for a while to an Elam Elyon. In that sense, what best represents him in his state is the here, which are the wires that represent that flux, that influx of spiritual energy coming into him. When he cuts it off, what he's doing is he's saying, I'm rejoining, I'm, I'm now here. And now he has his regular uh, here on his head which, the hair on his face, which represent the bringing in. That's so different if we think about it on a deeper level with what Rabbi Hirsch is saying. Limiting, being cut off from the outside world, being connected with others, being a source of energy and encouragement and chizuk and support for others as opposed to living in our own world. That's also something, your energy, but you're limited because you can't give it over. There's the, there's the chesed and the gevura vying for a supremacy. When the Nazir goes through the process of cutting off his hair, what he's doing is limiting his living in a different planet, in a different realm, in a different sphere, and he's coming back into this world. Um, just say over one more thing. Chazal Magala by Levim, like we said, Pajah Balas, when they had the hair shaven off, so... Um, they were, the, according to one Lashon in Chazal, in the Sifri, they were going through the process after they had killed those that were Choytu Becheto Egel. The Apostle is talking about them. They went through Hazoyus. They went through the process of being Nitar Be'efropora. Uh, they had to, they needed Hazobiyem Shlishi, Hazobiyem Shri, which is the process of every Tommy Maze. He has to be, he has to have the Dmei Pora, the Efropora sprinkled on him on the third day, on the seventh day. The Torah, Chazal, and the Sifri Dashin, that the Torah is telling us over there that instead of the second sprinkling of Eifapora, instead they had on them the Giluach. We see over here that there's a direct connection between every process of Giluach and Tomei Meis. What does that mean? Rabbi Hirsch explains that what happened is, the, what, what are the two Azois symbolically in Eifapora? The first when a person is connected, has a shaykhis to Misa, he's having a shaykhis with a physical existence. Nitzchis lives on, Ruchnis lives on, the Nisham lives on. Yashmis, the body, without being fully connected to the Nisham, the body has to decay and has to die. Every yachas, every uh, relationship with death, every meeting with death brings one back into a world where he's limited, a world that's finite, a world of gashmias, a world of decay. And therefore he becomes Tamil Lamez. The Eifah Parah represents something above, 
it's a concept, it's beyond us, it's takachulachoyk. The first hazor, symbolically, what it does is it takes a person out of his uh, association with the animal world, with the world of physicality. The second hazor is like sort of the sumirah, the second one takes him back into a realm of Eilam in that sense, when the Levium were shaved to the point where they became selfless, there's no sense of self anymore. A person with no sense of self lives in a world of Nitzchias, lives in a world of total connection, total without limits. Total, not Aniva Avsiyoid, but total in that sense the Levim didn't need the second Azor because they re-entered the realm of total connection with the world above it's similar to what we're seeing from what, we, what we're hearing from Arizal but in the terminology of Rabbi Hirsch what they did was they stepped out of their limited existence they're now living in a, in a state of selflessness in that case they didn't need the second Azor instead they had the Geluach exactly what we're describing the Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.